far back as I could remember, I always wanted to be a... Josh Cohen and home team. to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. It's a Twin Peaks Tuesday. Twin Peaks, the ultimate sports lodge for eats, drinks, and scenic views. This is ESPN 106.3. Because every single day above ground is a good day, it is the home team for your ride home. In the HOV lane, 4 to 6 p.m. here on ESPN 106.3. Worldwide on smart speakers by saying play ESPN 106.3. And on the ESPN app, under more live stations, scroll to West Palm, and there we be. He is the UFC's new king of all media. Dana White looking for a fight. Dean's Diaries, UFC pre-shows, UFC post-shows, coaches' corner commentary during fights, and UFC pay-per-view cards. And also with the Lover and the Fighter podcast on UFC Fight Pass. That's Dean Thomas. What up? What up? What up? She, and also, yeah, basketball analysis. Ba- that's oh. right. Basketball analysis. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that. Because, yeah. Tina, we're moments away from getting into the breakdown of Game 5. There we go. So, good timing for Dean to remind us that he's a basketball analyst. <laughs> he is the basketball analyst on the show. He's yeah. going to tell us all what happened last night. And just like uh, last week, he was wrong and you and I were right. Yes. And yesterday, we were right. Yes, we and were. And he was wrong. Yes. Exactly the that's case. Love. What's that? Luck. Yeah, yeah the kid, well, no. Once is luck, twice is a trend, and third third time. No, twice coincidence, third time's a trend. Oh. And so we're, we're that hot right now. Yeah. Uh, last night, game five of the NBA Finals from San Francisco, the Chase Center. Right, Tina? Yes. In downtown San Francisco, the Golden State Warriors, victorious. I told you they would be. Mm-hmm. I told you that Celtic 7-0 and off a loss was not going to continue. It just can't. It's one of those mathematical anomalies. You're like, sooner or later. Yeah, it's got to crack sometime. Last night was sooner. Yeah. Rather than later. Um, So now we've got a 3-2 series. Warriors win. It's over. Celtics win. We get a game seven on Sunday in back in San Francisco. How much of game five did you consume last night, Dean Thomas? Probably a couple seconds. A couple seconds <laughs> yeah. by accident? By accident. Yeah, 100% by accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tina, how much of last night's consumed did you, uh, last night's game five did you consume, brother? Zero minutes. I went out to dinner with a friend wow. who's in town. It's a good thing I came to work today. I Very know. Good. To talk, listen, <laughs> you are the person, I'm the expert on basketball, right. but you are the authority on this series. Oh, yes. It was very generous of you. I, I wanted to, I wanted, because if I, listen, if I just come in here and just shine on y'all, stun on y'all with my basketball knowledge, yeah. then y'all ain't going to have nothing to do. So I wanted to make sure I give y'all something to do. Isn't that nice of him? <clears throat> so nice of you. Generous. Dean. Yeah. You know, I don't want to. You're very take, caring. I don't, want, I don't want all the credit. You're you know? a generous soul. There's weird, this is a weird, again, this is a Stranger Things series. I talked <laughs> about it today hosting Ken Levick Alive. Um, it's a good thing that Stranger Things, the final season, the episodes are happening just as the NBA Finals are because this is the upside-down world. This is the Stranger Things of the NBA Finals. None of it makes sense. The Warriors are now 5-5 five and five off of a win. That's 500, right? That's mm-hmm. a 500%. But yet they've got a lead in the NBA Finals where they're on the verge of winning the whole thing. And yet they're just 5-5 five and five off a win, which means they don't win after winning. Right. Except for they just did last night after winning... Friday night. 
Meanwhile, Boston, we know, was 7-0 and coming off a loss. But all good things must come to an end. Mm-hmm. And last night, that Spend ended. So now, now the Celtics are 7-1. and The Warriors now improved to 10-1 and at home this postseason. That is a large enough sample that you realize there's something to it. They're they don't lose team. at home. They don't yeah. lose at home. And right. we know they lose on the road because they're 5-5 five and five off of a win. Yeah. So if you're winning at home, you're losing the next game on the road. Yeah. The only game they lost at home this postseason was game one of the finals to the Boston Celtics. And they got blown out that game too, didn't they? They did. They got they did. Blown. It was kind of a, a weird game. We've played five <laughs> games. We've played, thank you. Yeah, just, well, I, wanted, I wanted to you know, just throw throw y'all that bone so y'all can kind of extrapolate your own theory out for that. That's very nice of you to afford us that. Five games played in this NBA Finals. How many of them decided by less than double digits? How many of these games have been decided by one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine points? Dean? None. Tina? I like the answer, none. The, none is correct. Yes. See? Yeah. Listen, yes. all right. All right. And really all you guys needed was to know that last night it was a 10-point margin of victory. That's all you needed to know. Because you know the previous four yeah. weren't single digits. So all you need to know was it did last night. And the thing is, neither of you watched it, so you don't know the final score. No, I don't know what the final I score know. was. But I do know this. So, But like well, like you said, this is an upside-down world of basketball. It's but the stranger normally, things. But normally, like, finals are, like, close. Like, yes. buzzer beaters and, like, yes. fighting at the end. Like, these dudes, do, just like, as soon as they lose, they don't, it's like they don't even care. Some years we get a sweep, 4-0. Some years we get a 4-1 gentleman sweep. This year we're guaranteed for the team down in game six to have a home game, which tells you, hey, man, odds are good for a game seven. Mm-hmm. Yet all the games are double-digit wins. See what that doesn't make doesn't sense? Make, doesn't make sense. Because if you'd said, oh, it's 3-2 going back to Boston, you go, man, this series is close. Well, 3-2 going back to Boston, that is close. Except every game's been won by 10, 12, 14 points or more. See, to me, that don't make, it just almost feels like they stopped trying after a while. None of it makes sense. All right, kids, time to play The Price is Wrong. Boop. One more time. The Price is Wrong, bitch. Let's do it. Tina, you're on the clock in a seven-game series. When the series is tied at two games apiece, the winner of game five, in this case the Golden State Warriors, they win the series what percentage of time? What percentage does the winner of game five go on to win the whole champion or the series? Go ahead. 73%. 73%. Dean Thomas. There's my man Brian Custer would say 79%. Is that a Brian Custer impression or is that Catherine Hepburn from was, On Golden Pond? That was more like the ghost of Brian Custer. I was going to say, I, thought, I, thought, I swear I thought I you were doing like um, a Christmas uh, carol. <laughs> yeah. Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. Ghost, sound, like the, sound like the ghost of Flag Day Pass. Yeah. <laughs> Today's Flag Day. It is Flag Day. I saw yes. that. Yes. 79%. Tina said 73. She's yeah. been paying attention. And by she's been paying attention, but yesterday it finally clicked. Yeah. <laughs> We've been doing this for seven weeks, and finally it clicked. 73% of the time. Hasn't clicked for me yet. Though. Not yet. No. Dean, unfortunately for you. The price is wrong, bitch. Yeah. Makes Tina nervous yeah. every single time. Every time. Which is why I love to play it. Love it so much. Steph Curry last night. Talk about the upside down world. Steph Curry attempted nine three-pointers in the game, which isn't a lot for him, which isn't a lot. He's the greatest three-point shooter of all time. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, not just the greatest, he's the best. He holds the records. Most threes made, highest percent, etc. He's the best. I got it. 
How many of the nine three-pointers Steph Curry attempted last night did he make in the Warriors' win? Tina, before you answer. The price is wrong, bitch. Go ahead, T. Out of the nine? Yep. How many did he make out of the nine? I'm going to say all nine. All nine. Dean Thomas. I'm going to say none. The price is wrong, bitch. Dean, you're going to say what? None. None is correct. That's wow. exactly. Wow. Tina couldn't be more wrong. Dean couldn't be more right. That's right. And listen, because he gets on my nerves. I mean, I hate watching him play sometimes. Why? Because, Why? Like, he just be shooting from anywhere on the court. And while the ball's in there, he just turns around and his body just goes flimsy. He yes. Just, he just shoots it and it just goes flimsy. And then it goes in most of the time. Not last night. I know, except for last night. How many times in Steph Curry's uh, playoff career, and you know, all the he's played a hundred. Listen, how many consecutive games has Steph Curry made a three pointer? Do you think in the postseason, and how many consecutive playoff games has he made a three point shot? How many playoff games are there in a year? Well, it depends if you win. Oh, that's true. If if, if you yeah, win, like how many has he been in? So like that's the that's the real question is like we're gonna we're how gonna many see. consecutive playoff games had Steph Curry made a, a three point basket Tina I don't know how many games he's played in doesn't matter how many consecutive do you think it's been okay they we we did deter- if, he, if he makes one tomorrow night it'll be one consecutive <laughs> I mean a Thursday night it'll be yeah. one consecutive which isn't consecutive it'll just be one oh how many how many games in a row Hetty till last night made a three pointer. Um, is that your last breath? And I don't know this answer. Like a dying gas. So Listen, many the, answer, the answer is 25, all right? 25 yeah, game? 25. The price is wrong, bitch. I'm going to say 12. The price is wrong, bitch. 132. Wow. 132. 132 consecutive playoff games. Steph Curry had made a three-pointer. And now that streak is snapped up. 12 and 25, Dean. We're great. If you if you multiplied <laughs> your two answers together, you're closer. Close. <laughs> It's closer multiplying them than it is adding them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Think about that. 132 consecutive playoff games. Steph Curry's made a three, which is why in the final four minutes last night, when they did have a pretty good lead, Steph Curry was jacking up these threes. And it's like, yo, what are you doing? He was just trying to get that. Trying, he was trying to was get he one. Because re- he seems like he's concerned about his records and stuff like it, that. He was aware of it, for yeah. sure. Um, Steph Curry, in his career, has gone a game without making a three-point attempt how many times? How many times do you think that? In his whole career? In his whole career, how many times has Steph Curry... Um, I'll put it to you this way. I'm just going to tell you guys. Just tell us, please. Yeah. He's never um, shot nine threes and made zero. He's never I done. can imagine that. Yeah, he's never done that. Here's a more fun stat. Since Steph Curry had the record of 132 consecutive playoff games with a made three, what do you think the number is for the second place? The guy who's got the second place all-time record. Who's who's in? Um, I can't tell you who it is, but how many consecutive? If Steph Curry is the all-time consecutive playoff games with a three-point shot made, that record now is over at one thirty-two, but it is still the all-time record. Who then has the number two? Oh, that's easy. Go ahead. That, that's what I was saying. It's twenty-five, and that's Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller had twenty-five. Tina, I'm not guessing the player. I'm going to guess though, seventy. From 132 all the way down to 70? Yeah. Even further. Clay Thompson, uh, 54. Oh, my God. Clay wow. Thompson, 54. So it shows you the, the disparity between. In other words, what Steph Curry was doing is unlike anything anyone else had done. His teammate, Clay Thompson, who made threes last night, who takes threes, mm-hmm. he has the second place record at 54. Jesus. He's got almost triple.
That's the difference. Yeah. 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 Steph Curry last night, though, I was a little disappointed late when they could have been playing a little bit more, hey, high percentage, you know, this is an important win. Don't take that lead for, for granted. He was jacking up some threes because he was trying to get his. Man. And I was like, that's, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, he's like the human air bud. Like, he just be going through people with the ball and then just shooting yeah. up from everywhere. He is. Don't even be looking. I got into an argument today with, with Stone LeBanowitz. I hosted Ken LeVick Alive. Stone LeBanowitz tried to tell me that Seth Curry's better looking than Steph Curry. <laughs> Thank you, Dean, for laughing. No, Tina? no, yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> no, nah, man, Seth, I feel bad for Seth Curry. That's you know what, what I said. I mean, like, he's, he's successful in his own right. But when you're the brother of Steph Curry, like, it's just like nothing you could really do. It's like you're a starter in an NBA team. Like, that's a pretty great accomplishment. I know. Except for you suck compared to your brother <laughs> because your brother's better than you, more famous than you, more paid than you, better looking than you, and all those commercials. I know, man. Like, that's a it's really, not fair. That's not fair. It's not. It's a tough spot to be in. It's not fair. It's oh, not. Oh, man. It's not fair at all. Uh, so Stone said, yo, what are we talking about? Seth Curry's way better looking than Steph Curry. Seth is way better. I says, bro, you're the only one that thinks that. I said, during the break, I went out in the office and I showed a picture of Seth Curry and then a picture of Steph Curry. And I showed it to eight teammates or, and or interns. How many do you think voted with Stone that uh, Seth Curry was better looking than Steph? I How think many, none. N- none? None. Dean? Two. None. None. <laughs> none. But Stone's on an island all by himself. Yeah, that's true. On the Seth Curry. So I asked Stone on a scale, if Steph Curry's basketball skill is 10, where is Seth Curry's? Now, you guys don't really watch the game, so you wouldn't know. But I'd say about a six. Really? If Steph Curry's looks are a 10, where is Seth? Six. I think five, six six. six is a good answer. Yeah, five, six. Seth Curry looks like in those movies when they make a clone of someone and it's all goofy. Yeah. (laughs) He's like the evil twin brother. (laughs) No, no, it's a clone, but the clone looks a little strange. Eyes eyes are like buggy and and he's not as good. Yeah. So so they don't look that much alike, but Seth Curry looks like a clone. He's like like the clone that like the only time you can get him confused is like in an 80s comedy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like pull your hat down low. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's Steph Curry. Yeah. He's got sunglasses on, yeah. covering the bug eyes. Uh, I feel bad for Seth Curry. We got talking about how the parents now are in the middle of that wife swap. That's crazy to me. Steph and Seth Curry's mom and dad got divorced, and they each started dating people that were previously married to each other. So basically, they just wife swapped. You know who did that? Uh, Tyron Woodley did that with his baby mamas. What are you talking about? Same thing. I seriously have no idea what you're talking Please about. Please explain. Um, where's my story time? It's time for story time. Where, give me. Give oh, me. I see it. Help yourself, Dean Thomas. Oh, once, upon, once upon a time. Once upon a time, Tyron Woodley was dating a girl. His son, you know, his son TJ, mm-hmm. his mom. All right. And he, well, he was dating his baby mama. He was with right. his baby mama. Right. He was with his baby mama. Yeah. They split mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Tyron got with another girl mm-hmm. who used to be the who dated <laughs> the girl who dated TJ's mom. <laughs> what the in baby the baby mama's now they wife swapped. Tyron Woodley and another dude wife swapped. Okay. Yeah. So another dude got with Tyron's baby mama. Right. And Tyron got with that dude's girlfriend right god yes but they weren't what were they baby mamas they were baby mamas so it was baby mama swap yes baby mama swap baby mama mashup yes 
It's a wife swap with a baby mama mashup. Right. So now they weren't wife sense. and husband, but they were baby mama. And now they and they all have kids now. And they all lived happy. Yeah. If it's story time, they all lived yeah. happily. And, and they all lived ha- and they all they, they all do live happily ever after. That's all that matters. Yeah. Tina, are you as confused? Oh, she's on the phone right now. I know, man. It's very confusing to me too, man. And the more I tried to spit it out, it was the more confused I got. You started to get sideways. Like, yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> Where's the other element? Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Because Ty- I knew it made sense. Tyron had a baby mama. Right. And he then started seeing a different girl mm-hmm. who was the baby mama of a guy who then started dating Tyron's baby mama. Right. Now it makes sense. Yes. Now it makes sense. I think Tina's ordering Chinese food or something. She's been on the phone for like 45 yeah. seconds. <laughs> so, so all I know is that when you started to try and tell that story, uh, you got very confused. Um, Tina, did he know where he was going with that story? And did you start to think he was making it up? I think he knew where he was going he just didn't really explain it that well yeah i didn't explain it well at all like in my head like i saw i could see the i could Uh see the family tree in my head i just couldn't i couldn't articulate it right but the only problem was that your tree started i was obviously on the phone so i missed this who started dating who first oh no we're not going back that was a long phone call what's going on everything okay someone called looking for our program director so (laughs) i had to take i took the name and phone number and business and i'm gonna pass that along Got it. Hello. Can I speak to the program director? Right. Tina took all that time in the middle of it so that we can get uh, told on by that person. (laughs) All that person's trying to do is get us in trouble. (laughs) No, they were looking to work with us. Oh, what's what's up? What y'all want to do? Sure they were. I was like, do you want to chime in on um, wife swapping? What did they say? And they said no. No, but they want to do business with us. I mean, they want money from us. Yeah, that's all. That's, give, all. that's all that is. If they want to give us money, you ain't got to pay attention to Dean. Yeah. If, if, <laughs> yeah. if they want us to give them money, they can hear the old famous uh, top 40 hit dial tone. Yeah. Boop. Talk to my boy Tone. Yeah. Boop. Tone Loke. <laughs> that's it. The greatest wife swap story isn't a wife swap story as much as it is a family story. And by family, I mean a true family. Once upon a time, a member of the Rolling Stones was an old man. Actually, they're even older now. He was a member of the Rolling Stones, and he married a very young girl. A very young girl. He had an adult son, who then married that girl's mother. What? This is a true story. What? If you do the math and connect the dots, you got an old man who's a Rolling Stone rock star, Uh who married a very young girl. Right. But the old man from the Stones, his adult son, married... That girl's, girl's mom. That's so, the greatest. So if you do the math, that means... Nah, his grandma? But if you his, do the math, that means that Mr. Rolling Stone Rockstar, right? He is his own... He is his mother-in-law's son-in-law. Yeah. Hold on. I want to make sure I clarify that. You've got a man who's married to a woman... His mother-in-law is also his mother-in-law. No. How do you get this out? He's his own brother. He's his own brother-in-law. Yes. His son married his... His son married his mother-in-law. Yeah. His son married his mother-in-law. Okay. The, The woman is married to... Her, yeah, it's it's, it's so confusing. 
But I, but you, you can don't see even it. know how but to you can see it. it in your head. I used, right? to be, I used to be able to. You can see, I can like, I can see it in my head. I just can't really get Dean it. Dean was like, I can picture the family trees, and I'm like, you, except your trees ain't got no branches. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a bunch of trees, and there's, they're not connected. I know, man, but I, I mean, I, I can see it. I just can't really say it. If a man is married to a woman, and that woman's mother marries his son, then it becomes pretty complicated. Yes. So There's too much going on there. I have to draw. Actually, I have to draw a picture. Yeah, yeah. I have to that's draw the easiest way to do if it. If I draw stick draw, figures, draw the stick figures of it. I'm gonna do that during the break. Yeah, um, I'm gonna do that during the break. All right. So we got a game five winner, and we got a game six on Thursday, and I'm gonna need you guys to watch the game on Thursday night. Oh, no problem. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because Thursday night for me, I, I go to France tomorrow, the south of France tomorrow. Mm-hmm. What time do you think that game comes on TV for me? It's nine o'clock here. But what time do you think that game comes on for me? That's going to be on at like 4 in the morning. 3 a.m. 3 a.m. It, yeah. starts, it starts at 3, 10 a.m. 3 a.m., yeah. So if you tack on two and a half hours, uh, yeah, you're talking about 5.30, quarter, 6 in the morning when that game's over. Yeah, so you're going to South of, you don't drink coffee, do you? What does that have to do? <laughs> because I'm thinking, like, if you're going to be in the south of France, man, you got to go stop by a coffee shop and drink coffee in the south of France. I think you're thinking like Paris. Yes, anywhere in France. Or, or, or Starbucks. Do you drink coffee? <laughs> No, he don't drink no coffee. I don't drink no coffee. No. I don't drink ah. coffee. Uh, I don't drink coffee. But anyways, I wanted to see the exciting conclusion to this NBA Finals, and I, there's no way. Unless I stay up. I'm not waking up for it. So if I stay up, great, and then go to bed at 5 a.m., fine. Makes sense. I mean, you probably could do that. That's, that's not unrealistic. Coming up when we return, we got a teammate who's going to come in. She's deathly afraid of, terrified of what? <laughs> Uh, also, she almost got, got beat up um, during... <laughs> she did get beat up. She, How? She, she got beat up um, in a pool one time. Dean, Man, I Dean love last her. The story. I love her. It's yeah, crazy. She, she's hilarious. We're going to get that details from our teammate, Maddie the Batty. She's coming in here next. Plus, which major Super Bowl broadcast winner just laid off 18% of their staff? This is sad. But with that said, they might want to pull their current TV commercial. Because the one running right now probably shouldn't be running since they're laying off 17%. Excuse me, 18% of their staff. We'll tell you what that is in just a smidge. But first, a reminder that Twin Peaks on this Twin Peaks Tuesday is your home for each drink, scenic views, 29-degree beer made from scratch. Favorites, the Ultimate Sports Lodge is the Ultimate Guys Lodge, and it's your ultimate UFC headquarters. There's never a cover charge for any UFC fight card, for any MMA, for any boxing pay-per-views. Watch them all always at Twin Peaks where there's never a cover. Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard in West Palm, Pembroke Pines and Davy get billionaire bacon like I like and dip it in white gravy get the pulled pork nachos like Tina likes she hereby heartily endorses love them Dean Thomas likes the tater tots with their like uh, nacho like tachos yeah they got uh, melted cheese on them and like chopped up chives and there's like a fried That's egg, a on, egg on it yeah fried egg on there as well eats drink scenic views 29 degree beer that is Twin Peaks home team ESPN 106.3. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the Home Team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. It's a Twin Peaks Tuesday. Twin Peaks, the ultimate sports lodge for eats, drinks, and scenic views. This is ESPN 106.3. I have figured out the math. 
I have drawn the stick figures, the family tree of former Rolling Stone bassist Bill Wyman, his son, his wife, her daughter, the fact that his mother-in-law is also his daughter-in-law. I'll explain it all in just a few. Uh, Dean Thomas is going to remind you that the RoofClaim.com Book and Return Bowl has a date this December and a time at 7.30 in the p.m. That is right. Palm Beach County's premier college football event is back. I wouldn't even say it's the premier college football event. I'd say it's the, one of the premier sporting events in all of Palm Beach County. True. And that question. is coming up December 20th. It's the 2022 RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Two of the best teams from Conference USA are going to go at it. For more information, that's just a click away. Go to RoofClaimBocaRatonBowl.com. That's RoofClaimBocaRatonBowl.com or on Twitter at Boca Bowl and Facebook.com slash Boca Bowl. Remember, mark it in your calendars, calendars. December 20th, it'll be played at 7.30 p.m. at FAU Stadium. And again, go to the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Bill one was 52, his son Stephen was 30. Oh my gosh, you're just really caught up on this and had to figure it out. This woman was named Mandy. She was 18 years old. Her mother was 46. Um, there was marriages, there was divorce. But according to this story from Far Out Magazine of the UK, quote, here's where the math starts getting really frightening. Because not that long after Wyman split from Smith, his 30-year-old son Stephen, Paul Wyman, married Mandy Smith's mother, 46 years of age, making Stephen a stepfather to his former stepmother. Let me repeat that making Stephen a stepfather to his former stepmother. That means that if Bill and Mandy's marriage had survived, or if they were to remarry, Stephen would be his father's father-in-law. And get this, he'd be his own grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> he'd be his own grandfather. That's so, man, that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's some Back to the Future stuff. It is, it, it is. is. Our teammate, Maddie the Batty, is in studio with us. And I asked you to join us because we had intern orientation yesterday for ESPN West Palm. And we had to share aloud what our biggest fear is. We had an icebreaker challenge. And the M&M color you picked had a question. Correct. And, Maddie, get nice and close to the microphone. There you go. And we, you drew the color. The M&M was blue, orange. orange, whatever it was. And you had to share your biggest fear. And people say, like, public speaking. Snakes. Death. Dying in a plane crash. Snakes. And instead, your answer was? E.T. <laughs> Not aliens, but actually. E.T., like the little supposedly cute guy from the movies. The actual E.T., the extraterrestrial from the 1982 Steven Spielberg yeah. film, all-time classic. Um, music, please. See, I'm a little offended, first off. Maddie, when you hear this, does it scare you at all? Um, it's you a little triggering. It, it doesn't yeah. trigger. Does it, it trigger? Does it really, if it triggers you, we'll turn it off. It's okay. I think I can deal. Because I used to have this this girlfriend years ago in Wizard of Oz when the flying monkey showed up. The music goes dun 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. And, and like at bedtime, she'd be like good night, and I would turn to her and go dun 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 dun, dun. <laughs> and she she would cry. I'm like, and I'm like, I remember like at the time I was like, you're 26 years old. Why are you crying? This was years ago. 26. Why are you crying? And she's like, because it reminds me of the flying monkeys. They're terrifying. How old were you when you saw E.T. the Extraterrestrial? Maybe four or five. All right. Was it on a TV screen, I imagine? It was at daycare on a tiny, like, 12-inch oh. TV in the oh. corner. And do you, so you remember wow, vividly. Wow, she remembers. Yeah. Oh, I so remember you must where been, in the room it was. You, were you by yourself watching it, like, on that little TV? No. No, you're with the class. Did you have an accident? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> okay, thank God. Because, <laughs> you know, day, daycare, whatever. Um, do you remember the moment that you first saw E.T. that terrified you? Not specifically. Okay. But to this day, that's your biggest fear. Yeah. I can't really... I mean, sure, there's other things like death or drowning, yeah. but... Yeah. The specific. We're gonna get the drowning in a minute. Don't worry. Yeah. We're gonna get the drowning in a moment. The specific feeling. So, so if you suddenly see an image of ET, does it take you to a place or just creeps you out? It just freaks me out. Okay. Yesterday, I was kind of mean. I played a prank on you. I um, went along with it. I'm really sorry, Maddie. Yeah, Tina played along with it. Uh, Maddie was sitting at a counter, which is a counter that is facing the kitchen here at ESPN West Palm, um, and it's a long. Uh, it's it's like a long island. counter. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a long counter. There's probably 10 stools that go the length of which, and it's, it's a slight island, as Dean said, and then behind, facing it, is uh, the refrigerator and the, and the other side of the, the cabinetry. And I was standing there, so I was facing Maddie, but she could not see what I was looking at on my phone. And I walked over there, and I, I said to Tina, I go, Tina, come here, look at this. It's a picture of my new baby niece. <laughs> no, I don't have a niece. Tina's not. I'm about to have a niece. I'm about to have a niece, but she's 27. Um, when my nephew, you know, right, her. right, yeah, you're right. When you're she right, get right. when they get married, I, I said to her, I said, to her, "Are you my niece now?" And she's like, "I think so, yeah." I said, "Like niece and law." She goes, "No, she's going niece." I was like, "All right, we'll do that." And so I said to Tina, "I said, Tina, look at this picture of my new baby niece." And I gave Tina a little wink because Maddie wasn't paying attention, but I knew Maddie would hear picture baby niece. Uh-huh. So I show Tina my phone. Remember, the back of my phone is facing Maddie, so she can't see what's on my phone at all. Uh-huh. And Tina looks at my phone, and Tina goes, "Oh, so cute." It's a picture of E.T. It's a, it's a zoom in of his scary, freaky face. Like it's just taking up the entire phone screen. Uh-huh. So Maddie goes, oh, I want to see. So I get real close and I take the phone and I flip it right in front of her face. <laughs> <laughs> and you had like a little physical reaction. Yeah, it was. I literally thought he lived at the end of the hall to my bathroom as a child. Because and of the I, movie in the closet. Yeah. And yeah. I refused to go to that bathroom by myself oh, until boy. I was probably seven or eight. Teen. <laughs> you needed someone to walk you to the bathroom so E.T. didn't jump out. Yep. Do you have siblings? Yeah. How old are they? Um, my sister is two years younger than me, and then my younger brother is seven years younger than me. Okay, so really they're laughing at you. <laughs> yes. A hundred percent. Your your brother was three months old, and he's pointing and laughing at you as he crawls past the bathroom, uh-huh. through the, past the, the, the closet. <laughs> um, did you ever do the ride at Universal Studios? No. Have you ever been to Universal Studios? I have. And they have the stuffed toys and stuff all over the park. I don't go in that section of the park. <laughs> so you avoid that altogether. <laughs> yeah. Damn. See, but I'm a bit offended because remember when I used to wear the blonde wig and I used to do the character character Dean Quisha? And I used to say you look exactly... And you used exactly- to say I used to look like E.T. <laughs> and now I'm a bit offended that you don't like E.T. Because I, I look like E.T. When sometimes. Dean wears that blonde wig for the character Dean Quisha, it looks like when E.T. was in the closet and was dressed up like as a, <laughs> as a doll. That is one of the most terrifying scenes in that movie. <laughs> as his face. What about when E.T. starts making noises? Like he's like, ah! <laughs> you know when he does those noises? Yep. Does that trigger you? The Yeah, and the glowing finger heart situation. What's Okay, explain that, please. What's wrong with that? When he situates a situation, his yeah. hands are, his fingers specifically are very long. Yes, and I feel like that's just wrong. Like you shouldn't do that because it's kind of scary, creepy. Yeah, I don't All know. Right. And what's up with the glowing heart? Why is that bother? I I don't know. I think it's because of the noises he makes while his heart's glowing. Oh yeah. Did you watch the whole movie that day at daycare? I think so. Did you cheer when his chalky white dead self was in the river creek? Oh, yeah. And it looked like an old petrified piece of doo-doo that nobody picked up? 
off the off the uh, carpet down the basement. Ew! I will say this: Did you ever see ET's chest? He need to do some push-ups. Yeah, his chest is so saggy. It is very much so. Um, ET when he was all chalky white, he was all ashy. Yeah. In the in the creek bed, he looked like uh, dollar store chocolate. Yep. <laughs> it's all ashy. Like, uh-huh. did you cheer when you thought he was dead? Um, I don't remember it, but now you're bringing back flashbacks. Yeah. I might have. How about when he freaks out and he makes those loud noises? Like, ah! <laughs> right? It's, that's creepy it's to me. It's scary. Ah! It is. Oh, no. It is. It, this remains your biggest fear today. Yeah. Even more so than drowning. Yes. Okay, let's move to that then. Chapter two. <laughs> Chapter two. Today we are realizing Maddie's worst fears here on the home team. Uh, you are, for the record, how old? I'm 22 years old. 22 years of age. Uh, you went to college where? UCF. That's right. And Dean went to UFC, so you yep. guys were close enough. <laughs> Maddie, I always said, looks like um, Honey, I Shrunk Cameron Diaz. Yeah. So, so remember, so That's remember, her celebrity lookalike. Without question. Tea. Cameron Diaz from The Mask. Yeah. With Jim Carrey back in the Dizzy. Uh-huh. So tiny Cameron Diaz, because Cameron Diaz is like 5'11". Yeah. And Maddie, what are you, like 5'1", 5'2"? Yeah, 5'2 okay. on a good day. So you're like young, tiny Cameron Diaz. But that's that's who, exactly who you look the like. Face, that's who you're yeah. yeah. All right. So Dean told us that once upon a time, um, you shared with him that you got into a fight or that you got beat up. Dean said something like, yeah, Maddie, I love Maddie. I was like, Maddie's hilarious. And Dean's like, she is. She told me one time that she got beat up. Um, this was a water polo game or something? Mm-hmm. Is it a game or a match? It's a match. Water polo match. And so you're playing in college, I take it? No, I was in high school. All right. Paint the picture for us, please. What was going on that all of a sudden Dean's now laughing about you getting uh, beat up in a water polo? Match? No, because we're still looking for that girl. Like, I'm still looking oh, for her. Yeah. Exact revenge. Yeah. What happened? So, in water polo, a lot of the girls who play are a lot bigger than 5152. Yep. And I was playing set, which is the most offensive position. Right. So, you put your most defensive position on the girl playing the most. Makes offensive. sense. Shut them down. She also happened to be about six foot tall. Maybe. About 185? Yeah. Big girl. Big girl. Solid girl. I remember Buoyant. having my hand on her yep. and just being like, wow, your shoulder is larger yeah. than my hand. See, that's why you made a mistake. You shouldn't have put your hands on her. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, that's wrong. Yeah. But that's how you play the game, though. Oh, that yeah. is? Don't oh, you ever bad. watch during the Olympics? Mm-hmm. No. Dude, I watch water watched. polo every four years. I never watch water polo. <laughs> but only every 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> during the Summer Olympics, you watch some water polo. I never watched it. it. It's a fascinating game. Oh, cardio. Oh, my God. Cardio. Cardio, like you need significant cardio. Mm-hmm. Significant. Yeah, it's not, it freaks me out that they have to swim that long. It's not a game for you because you can't play with swimmies. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> why I couldn't play. So she was she trying to intimidate you because you are small by comparison. Well, yeah, she was trying to drown me, but that's kind of not drown me, but push me under, push prevent under. me from getting the ball. Right. That's kind of sport. So she, kind of the sport. So she put her hand on my hip fat and pinched it and was <laughs> twisting it and pulling me oh, under. Hold on. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't just blow past that joke. <laughs> hip fat. Hip yeah. fat, yeah. Can you, can, that was a band that Dean and I were in back in the early 2000s. And it was a garage band in Port St. Lucie. We used to do covers of like Sugar Ray. Yeah. Hip and, fat. Yeah. And, like our and love, Smash Mouth. Like your love handles, Maddie? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember the band we were in? I do remember that band. We used to hip do like sugar, sugar Ray covers and, 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 and Smash Mouth. And Blowfish, yeah. Yeah, it was Called, it was called Hip Fat. Somebody <laughs> once told me the world is gonna... See, we still got it. Yeah. She pinched your hip fat and twisted it. <laughs> is, that, is that a common move? Under. Is that a common move? Well, you're grabbing like their suits and their hips. Right. So that's where that is. All right. So it's it's not cheating if you're not trying. Exactly. Right? You're not trying if you're not cheating. It's part of the game. Part of the game. Mm-hmm. She grabbed your hip fat and, and twisted it and then did what? 
And then she was pulling me under the water. Okay. And what do you remember thinking at that time? I don't want to drown. So I kicked her. I don't want to drown. I shouldn't have. You were thinking I don't want to drown. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you ki- you kicked her where you shouldn't have. Yeah, a little too. Because you can kick off someone like in their stomach and it's usually like, okay. Yep. But I kicked a little too low. And was this by accident? Yeah, it wasn't on purpose. Totally by accident. And do you say like, oh, my bad, my bad, or you just let it go? Well, You're in the heat there was a lot of splashing. Yeah. Things were right. a little fuzzy. So she maybe thought that this was a, a an intentional low kick. Yes. Okay, what happened then, Maddie? Um, I got clocked in the face. All right, with? <laughs> her fist. She closed her fist. <laughs> yes. Was her thumb on the outside? I. It's kind of blurry. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it is. Uh, Do you remember where you got hit in your face? Um, I got, it's like along my jaw. Oh, that's Ooh, a good yeah. spot. Yeah. Like in between, kind of like jaw, cheekbone. All right. I ended up fracturing my cheekbone. Oh my God. Yeah, dislocating my jaw. Oh my God. I know, that's what I'm saying. That's why we're going to get this girl. Did you sue this girl? <laughs> no. Y'all should have. That's what I'm saying. Because that's not part of the game. No. That's an intentional strike, intentional blow. You could have got homeowner's insurance mm-hmm. money out of that. <laughs> no kidding. A one eight hundred seven four seven three. I mean, it, that couldn't have been too long ago. To you, you twenty two years old. That, that had to be just a couple years ago. So you statute limitation still, still in place. I'm giving you the phone number one eight hundred seven four seven three. Call yeah. Anajar on the phone yeah. and be like, "Yo, yeah. this Hook girl this yeah. smashed me yeah. in my face, and they let it happen during a water polo match." That's not part of the game. That's not part of the inherent risks yeah. of playing that game. So she punched you, and you knew immediately, like, "Uh oh, something's wrong." Yeah, my jaw kind of locked, and I froze. Oh man. Yeah. And you're in the middle of the pool. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. And then my coach yelled at me and said, why aren't you swimming? <laughs> <laughs> and because your coach didn't know at that point. And uh, she, is this girl pulling you under, pushing you under? She's drowning you at some point or no? Um, at that point, she was already like halfway across the pool. Like gotcha. she left me in the dust. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> so, so then you swam out of the pool probably and said, I need a substitute. Actually, I played for like four or five more minutes, which uh, they're seven minute quarters. Gotcha. So. And so your jaw is kind of like, you're like, I really could use a substitute because <laughs> you can't really open your mouth yeah. all the way, right? Your jaw's locked. When did you realize something was wrong after you went and got x-rays? Um, so my jaw locked, and then my coach was like, yeah, you should just ice it. So I had like a frozen water bottle on Rub my some dirt on yeah, right. <laughs> Spit um, on it. Shake it off. Went to the doctor. Two days later, x-rays came back like something's wrong. Uh-huh. And yeah. And that was it. See, the way Dean made it sound is that this girl, like you got into a fist fight in a pool, and then this girl tried to drown you. And now you got broken uh, jaws and things, and it's not funny anymore. It is funny. Way to go, Dean. No, it's not. <laughs> It's crazy. It's crazy. It's not funny. It's going to be funny when we exact revenge. That's the funny part. It's funny when you hear that somebody fell down the stairs (laughs) until you find out it's somebody's grandmother and she's 86 and broke a hip. Well, you know what I'm saying? It was funny that Maddie got into a fist fight and told you she got beat up and this girl tried to drown her. Yeah. But then it's like she broke her jaw and it got locked. Then it's not funny anymore. Well, it's still funny to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right. So which is funnier? That Maddie got into a fist fight in the middle of a pool by a thick girl that tried to drown her or that Maddie's terrified of E.T.? Which is funnier? The fact that she got uh, her, her, her hip fat pinched. Yeah, hip fat pinching. Yeah. <laughs> Tina, which is funniest out of, out of these uh, scenarios? E.T. No. Maddie, which is funniest? They're both pretty sad. I think none of it's funny. I'm with you. I think these are terrible people for thinking these are funny. Oh, it's a trick see, question. Shame on oh, you, Dean. Man, Shame on no, you, Tina. No, although man. although uh, she pinched my hip fat. <laughs> she pinched my hip fat and twisted it. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of a funny vision. That is, that is funny. Especially I've never heard that before. Because you don't really have any like hip fat. Like You're a tiny little thing, but I guess we all have skin. A skin. Yeah. yeah, skin that you can. Uh, Maddie, thank you for the time. Sorry for the E.T. music and for the ow. Thanks for having me on. Elliot. <laughs> Phone home. <laughs>
you sound like? E.T. You don't sound like E.T. You sound like somebody else. Bro, I'm telling you, E.T. would go, ouch. You don't remember? <laughs> no, you sound like Mr. Miyagi when he was drunk. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Remember Miyagi got drunk and he was like, "Oh, so, oh no!" Yeah. <laughs> That's a good call. It kind of does. Yeah. I uh, thank you, Maddie. Appreciate you very much, John C. Cassidy. The first and last name in air conditioning is neither first and last name in plumbing. That's right. Your immediate plumbing needs can be handled by John C. Cassidy. Sixty-two years, a local family-owned company that operates on honesty, integrity, and trust. Now offer the Cassidy Care Program. For plumbing needs, full service repair, replacement on toilets, sinks, garbage disposals, and more. They answer the phone 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Enroll in the Cassidy Care program, not just for AC, but for plumbing, to save that time, that money, that aggravation. 561-863-6750. 561-863-6750. They are the first and last name in air conditioning, and now so in plumbing as well, John C. Cassidy. We're bad people for putting this girl on the air and making her relive all of that trauma. <laughs> I but know, it's kind it, of therapeutic, it, though. It, it's, very, it's therapeutic, because like whoever was having a bad day can now be like, you know what? Hers is a lot worse. That's Then that's why we have to keep bullying alive. Yeah. Because say that you have a tough time at home, take it out another kid at school, yeah. and then you get to transfer your pain onto them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> keep bullying alive. That's terrible. <laughs> when we come back, which major Super Bowl broadcast winner just laid off 18% of their staff? And I'm telling you, they might want to pull their commercial that's airing on TV as we speak. I'll explain next. Home Team, ESPN 106.3. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the Home Team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. It's a Twin Peaks Tuesday. Twin Peaks, the ultimate sports lodge for eats, drinks, and scenic views. This is ESPN 106.3. Sean Watson met with media today for the first time as a member of the Cleveland Browns answering question at camp, and we have sound from him. And I'll let you guys to decide for yourself. We'll get to that inside the cocktail hour. Right now, though, a reminder from Kaiser University. Dean has the tales. It was another season full of championships for the Kaiser Seahawks. The men's golf team recently captured their first NAIA championship. Coach Brandon Miller was named Coach of the Year. And freshman Jacob Stubhog won the National Individual Championship. The golf team dominated in the classroom as well. They had a GPA of over 3.8, the average of over 3.8. Also, Kaiser also captured the championships in men's swimming, women's swimming, and men's soccer. But you can get the latest on Seahawk athletics. Go to KUSeahawks.com. Check it out, KUSeahawks.com. And remember, ESPN 106.3 is the flagship home for Kaiser Seahawks football. You said that boy's name was Jacob Stubhub? Yeah, Stubhog. Oh. Jacob, though. Jacob. Like Jacob with a Y. Yes. I thought his name was Jacob Stubhub. I was like, that's a great name. Jacob Stubhub. His real name's pretty good, but if yeah. it was Stubhub, even better. Stubhub, like, yeah. Are you from the Stubhub yeah. family? <laughs> are you from the Stubhub.com yeah. family? Yeah. Um, commercial running on TV. They were the big winners during the Super Bowl commercials, and the company is Coinbase. Remember during Super Bowl, there was just that graphic that was bouncing. It was a QR code. And it was bouncing on the screen like the old screensaver. Yes, yes, And then you yes, took yes. your phone, and it was for Coinbase. Right. They just laid off 18% of their staff. That's basically one out of every five jobs. Mm. Those people got fired. They lost their jobs. There's a Coinbase commercial that airs today. It, it airs. I watch it. I see it all the time. You guys may know it because you hear the music.
It's the old funeral march. Have you seen the commercial? No, no what is no. this? Here's the commercial. It shows a bunch of tweets, and they kind of pixelate the name of the person that tweeted it. And it shows a tweet, and it says, May 30th, 2022. Crypto is dead. This place. Then it shows a tweet from the summer of 2020, and it says, Crypto is dead. And then it shows a tweet from December of 2016, and it says, Crypto is dead. And then it shows a tweet from December of 2012, and it says, crypto is dead. Mm-hmm. And the point they're trying to make is, hang in there, y'all. Yeah. They've said this many times in history. The problem is, this company that's paying for that commercial, that's mocking the idea of crypto is dead, just laid off 18% of their entire workforce. Mm. Notice Not a good sign. The commercial's smart, though. The commercial is smart, if, thing, if you're not having to eliminate 18% of your workforce. Because the commercial doesn't go the other way. It doesn't say crypto is dead, the tweet is dead. They show the date. Right. 2013, 2015, 2017, 2020, 2022. If they did it that way, that's a terrible campaign. Yeah. Because it might mean, well, this time's for real. Right, right, right. Like, we they're told going, you it was coming. They're going the other way. When to they, say that y'all, they, been, y'all been saying this about us. You've been saying this about crypto for a decade. And see, nothing's happened. But now the funeral march plays and the mm-hmm. tweet show mm-hmm. and the company doing it, they're in the headlines because they just laid off one out of every five of their employees. Ouch. It might be time to pull that commercial. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We can agree on that. I would, I would pull that commercial. For the time being, you probably have to. Uh, coming up, Mr. Brightside. Plus, Tina did what Sunday like it was the 90s and expected uh, to be sore as a result? Deshaun Watson meets with the media. We're going to hear his sound right on the other side to find out what he had to say for himself. And Dean is planning to ride his bike from Miami to where? The home team on ESPN 106.